Your company has announced a new brand acquisition, or perhaps it's being sold. And up until now, this new company that's now in the mix has been a competing brand. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Your company is buying or is about to be bought. First off, this really shouldn't come as much of a surprise. According to Buy Biz Sales Survey, over half a million businesses change hands each year, and the gaming industry in particular is no stranger to this type of action. And the latest big announcement that Eldorado is buying Caesars is creating even more conversation. Which properties will they keep? Which will they sell? Who's interested? Consolidations and mergers are a constant source of discussion in the business community. Let's say your company is being bought or sold. As executives in charge of marketing for your company, what's your next step? What's the impact on the customer? How will we integrate systems and policies? What happens to the existing brands? And for some, what's the regulatory impact? For the sake of staying in my own lane, let's look at the question of the brands. With every consolidation, there's a chance companies will acquire brands that are completely different from their existing core. Some may be stronger than the ones they started off with, and some, they could be much weaker. How do you decide which ones to keep, which ones to transition, and which ones to polish a little bit? And how do you handle the consolidation of efforts when you have a portfolio of numerous different brands? Let's start with some positives. Buying an existing brand helps you skip all the steps to building a new brand and the costs associated with creating and launching something novel or unique. If the business you're buying has trademark slogans and elements that resonate with the customer, you've already covered a time-consuming legal process. And if those trademarks resonate on a national scale, then you have something that could really strengthen your existing operations. But even if this is the case, at some point, you'll have to come up with a unified and integrated brand marketing strategy for the entire portfolio. Here's some advice on how to make this process as painless as possible. We're gonna dig into some of our Jules rules. Jules rules number four, great brands share DNA. A successful portfolio integration will indeed share DNA, but to first understand this, you have to define the company vision or your corporate DNA a step that will help determine if a new brand can easily be integrated. This could also open your eyes to leveraging a brand you had thought of as a strong contender prior to this examination. There are some casino brands in our industry that have already established strong and easily recognizable public personas. We have the data-driven company, the fun and friendly one, the one creating great resort getaways, just to name a few. Take an honest look at your company What's your mission? Why do you exist in the hearts of customers? How are the brands focused on that purpose? Better yet, ask your customers what they think you're trying to accomplish and how well you're doing that. It's also a great idea to get an outside point of view on your brands and your mission. As owners of these great brands, we often fall in love with the concepts we create and we can lose sight of the reality. Additionally, over time, brands shift, often becoming something altogether different than when we originally envisioned them, a phenomenon that someone outside of the branding team will more than likely catch. Your agency should be a key part of the team, not only because they'll take the journey with you, but because their daily efforts expose them to brands in and out of your particular industry. These insights are an advantage to us as brand managers. 
Next, create categories that promise a distinctive experience. Now that you've taken a good hard look at your brands, spoken to customers, and have some in-industry and comparative industry insights, you can start to understand the clear categories of experiences and start to develop a clear vision for your brand portfolio. Look at the Marriott acquisition of Starwood Hotels and Resorts a few years ago. Marriott had to understand the categories of brands they had as a new company, luxury, upscale, etc. They had to ask questions of how well utilized the brands were and how well known they were to understand which brands they would move forward with. La Meridian, for a great example, was a brand with an international name, but it was kind of underutilized. Was it worth keeping and expanding, or would they change the flag to something like Renaissance, which Marriott was building as its upper upscale brand? The questions you ask about your brands will determine which you keep, which you change, which you update or modify, and which will be put away in the legal files for perhaps some future use. Another piece of advice, don't break anybody's heart. You have to be mindful of the employees that have worked hard to bring these brands to life prior to your entry on the scene. There was a time when companies would acquire ongoing operations and instantly deem them our brand, in air quotes, without understanding the heart and soul that kept the brand alive enough to become attractive for purchase the employees. Additionally, as the heart and soul of brands, these employees can give it life or they can let it wither and die. True story, at one place I worked, we thought of dusting off the old Lady Luck brand, but the initial reaction we got was dubious at best. Basically, the most common comment I got was, we got rid of that a long time ago. But once it was becoming a reality, some of the folks around at that got rid of it time, suddenly started remembering what a great experience it had been. Quite frankly, no one could remember why it had been put away with the legal documents. I never asked why the team chose to get rid of something that seemed to be working because I know what it's like to be in love with your brand to the point where you think the only option is to rebrand an acquisition to the one you already know and love, yours. Next, We hop back to Jules rules number three. You have to operationalize your brand. Your brand has to be more than just a logo. It has to live throughout your entire operations. When you can't see a difference between what you say you do, marketing, and what you actually do, operations, that's when you know you really have a truly great brand. When evaluating the brands you are now working with, Determine which best tell the story of the experience and ensure those brands can deliver on the promise you're making to customers, employees, and stakeholders time and time again. Another step back, Jules rules number two. Brands are built from the bottom up. So now it's time to let the transition begin. This doesn't mean merely changing logos or that you have to put a logo on everything. I used to work at a company where I once said they put a logo on everything that didn't move fast enough to get out of the way. Remember those employees? This isn't about handbooks and training sessions, though those should also have the brand involved in them. You have to tell the brand stories that will become lore on your front lines. Then let your operations start to breathe on their own and figure out how to live it at the local levels. I can't stress this enough. 
One of the biggest mistakes I see is thinking about colors, logos, and slogans. You must stay focused on the experience day in and day out and discover how to deliver that experience consistently. A final consideration? I wanna point out this is about brands being woven through and across different experiences. For casinos, this means that brand experience has to live on your casino floor, but also in your buffet, through your players' cards, in the hotels. Rebranding, or rather changing the names, are often considered obvious steps, but you have to think about how those brands may differ by location. If you don't understand those nuances, you will quickly find that you have one brand that has a variety of different meanings because of the operations themselves are different. Those are my marketing tips for you this week. But I would like to add, deciding what to do with a new portfolio of brands says a lot about the company and its vision for its stakeholders. It only seems right that this process be well thought and appropriately executed. Thanks for letting me spend this time with you. I'm really loving sharing my tips, tricks, and tools that I've learned along the way. Join me next week for more and tell your friends about our time together. If you have time, we'd love for you to give us a great rating wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And if you have comments, suggestions, or questions, you can find us at drivetimemarketing.com or on any of our social profiles. We'll talk next week.